Good evening, everyone. My name's Dave, and I'm an alcoholic. And uh, I had to write that down so I wouldn't forget it. My topic tonight is, if the higher power is in charge, what's my job? In order to prepare my presentation, uh, I sat down alone in the quiet of my office at home last week and completely listened to the two previous tapes of uh, men from Loyola speaking on the first and second step. These were very well prepared and informative talks, and I thank the men for their time spent and their preparation. <clears throat> My first sponsor once told me the first three steps could be shortened too simply. I can't. He can. I think I'll let him. Tonight we're concerned with the third step. I think I'll let my higher power, God as I understand him, run my life. But if he's in charge, what am I to do? Am I now a non-entity because I have to be dependent upon AA and a higher power? The answer, I think, is certainly no. I believe our role as recovering men and women <coughs> in AA is to work on keeping ourselves in a spiritually fit condition and, as such, do God's will for us. In plain English, that means do the right thing and don't do the wrong thing. Some examples of doing the right thing might be as follows. Be on time for work every day. Put in our eight hours work for eight hours pay. Don't expect something for nothing. Treat our co-workers as we wish to be treated by them. Another right thing would be when we come home in the evening, be kind and understanding to our spouse and our family. We need to be as good to them as we are to members of this program. Let them see by our actions that we are a person to respect and admire because we do the right thing. Family members are often the most difficult to love freely because we take them for granted and we have unrealistic expectations of them. Another example of doing the right thing could be to spend our money carefully but not miserly. We need to pay for all of our purchase, purchases at the store not try to hide items under the cart so that the clerk doesn't see them. A third example might be to share ourselves with other members of this program, both in meetings and in our personal conversations with others in recovery. Our relationship with our higher power is an extension of our relationship with other people, one way to improve our conscious contact with the higher power and keep ourselves spiritually fit is to pay heed to our relationships with others simply to be with them and give them our undivided attention. <clears throat> Letting go of our ego is another example of keeping fit spiritually by doing the right thing. Many of us have found that our large egos, based on a fear that if others really knew us, they would find out we aren't good enough, smart enough, or talented enough. When we finally let others know our real self, we find out that we're really okay, maybe even lovable, defects and all. Many of us have found that one of the best ways to strengthen our relationship with the higher powers is to learn to be a better giver and receiver of love, and to realize that they are two aspects of the same experience. In short, if we follow the golden rule and treat others the way we wish to be treated, this, I feel, is keeping fit spiritual condition by doing God's will for us. He didn't put us on, the earth, on this earth to see what we could take out of it, but instead, I feel, he put us here to see what we can contribute to our fellow man. <coughs> The second part of how we can keep in good spiritual condition is by not doing the wrong thing. Some examples of doing the wrong thing could include taking this program half-heartedly, thinking we can get by with as little effort as possible. Remember, we get out of this program that we put into it. We need to attend all of our meetings on a regular and consistent basis. We need to go to our meetings to see and to be seen. <clears throat> we need to go when we want to, and especially when we don't want to. 
Another thing, another wrong thing to do, in my opinion, is choosing to be selectively honest. And I stress selectively honest. We must strive for continuous honesty with ourselves and others at all times and demand, develop a manner of living which demands rigorous honesty. Many of us, while physically sober, continue to participate in other activities which we know could be harmful to ourselves and our sobriety. Some examples of these might include excessive gambling, illegal, illegal acts, illicit sexual affairs, and certainly many other acti activities which we know deep down are wrong. <clears throat> they simply are not the right thing to do, period. A final example of doing the wrong thing could certainly be continuing to act in our old self selfish, self-centered ways. Self-centeredness means excessive thought of self, whereby my total energies are spent trying to maintain me and get what I want. This program teaches us and steps later on down the line that there is no greater satisfaction than seeing a man attain the rewards of this program through our help. Again, I would like to say living a spiritual life and keeping in fit spiritual condition is achieved by doing the right thing and not doing the wrong thing. As we men here at Loyola have learned, do good things, uh, not bad things. And finally, in conclusion, I am convinced that the following third step prayer said out loud with all the honesty that we can muster at the time is the single most important daily reflection we can make to assist us in keeping spiritually fit by doing God's will. <clears throat> God, I offer myself to thee to build with me and do with me as thou wilt. Relieve me of the bondage of self that I may better do thy will. Take away my difficulties that victory over them may bear witness to those I would help of thy power, thy love, and, the, and thy way of life. May I do thy will always. Amen. Thank you for your attention.